I'm Marika. And I'm Miles. And this is, I don't know what I'm doing. Because we don't. (laughs) You guys, we fucking don't. Don't. (laughs) Play the jingle. We're back. We do fails of the week, and we fucking failed. I have a really big fail. It, it's it, and just to let you guys know, you might want to fast forward because it's fucking gross and it's a feminine issue. There's a lot of feminine issues on this podcast, so I think they're, <laughs> they're used to it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, you should be miles because I'm scared to tell it. So like. A woman's vagina has a pH balance, Mm -hmm. and that has to do with smell, okay? And I was noticing my pH balance was not where it should be. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, this is weird. And I'm like, it was like, you know, it's okay if it's like a day or two, and then it like balances back to its normal self, and everything's fine, yeah, yeah, okay. But now, like, it was getting to day three and four and I'm like I'm taking a shower before work um, like every day yeah and usually you don't shower every day um sometimes no um but this time I was like showering like every fucking day and also washing my jeans every fucking day because I was like this Mm -hmm. is getting intense so when women get aroused they become wet there's a mucus thing that happens right well, I've never heard you referred to as a mucus. Yeah, cervical, <clears throat> like, fluid. This is secreting out of my vagina, and I feel it, like, coming out, like, I'm, like, am I on my period, and Secreting. I'm secreting. Okay. Like, so, like, I'm, like, um, I'm not on my period, and yeah. what is fucking happening to my body? Like, what is happening right now? Yeah. So, I'm, like, Googling shit at work, because I'm, like, very self-conscious, and I'm, like, I'm, like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what to do, and then I'm talking to my roommate, Joanna, and she's like, you, you know, and we're talking about stuff like, you need to like take like apple cider vinegar, you know, try baking soda, like all these, like we, we like home remedy stuff. Eat that or put that on your vagina? Um, drink apple cider vinegar with water and uh-huh. then put baking soda when you're, when you're taking a bath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a bath bomb kind type of, of deal? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying all these things. I'm getting like the refresh like applicator bullshit where it like helps pH balance and mm-hmm. balance everything out and you put you shove that up in your vagina mm. that's not working nothing is working and yeah. I'm like fuck and it's I feel like it's, things are getting worse like there's more secretion like mm. things are not good I'm like oh my god what has happened and this is Friday by this point it's Friday I'm like I need to go to urgent care like after work like uh. I have to go so I made an appointment I go there. So I'm explaining the symptoms to, like, the nurse practitioner or nurse Sex explaining it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so she does, like, my blood pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the doctor comes in, and so obviously they do a pelvic exam. What does that entail? That entails um, scooting your butt almost, like, all the way off the edge <laughs> of the, the bed, whatever. You're sitting on the paper thing? The paper thing, okay? Uh-huh. Then you put your fucking feet up, and you... Ex- Spread your legs in the to stirrups. The, yeah. Oh, in the so stirrups. this is like a traditional like, gynecologist. Yeah. Yeah. So she like opens up my cervix. 
And do you know what she finds in there? Everyone's probably in their car right now or whatever saying tampon. Like, that is correct. She found a tampon that I forgot in my vagina. Yeah, I forgot it. I have heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that too. And I didn't think it would ever happen to me. Wait, so embarrassing. opens up your cervix. Uh-huh. That is the same thing as opening up your vagina. Yeah, no I'm, way. It's such a complicated analogy. I, well, your cervix is inside? Yeah, inside. It's like a... Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the canal is called? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know. So how me. far, like, in is that? <laughs> it's like, like, I guess like, I totally forgot it. It's like all the way up in there. And I'm like... Mm. I'm like, uh-huh. So, her react, her bedside manners was not the best uh-huh. reaction. Because I felt so embarrassed. She, like, backs away immediately. It's like, there's there's a tampon in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's like, it's okay. It's fine. And she, like, kind of, like, gets out of the room. What? Like, yeah. Why? Hold on. She comes back. She has, like, a probe, like, a tweezers to probe it. Like, to uh-huh. get, tweeze it out. And so, she gets it out. I'm like, oh my, and I like, tell, like I say like, oh my god, it's probably black, and she's like, it is. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die of toxic shock, toxic, toxic shock. shock syndrome. Wait, why would what would make it black? <clears throat> um, periodness. Blood. Blood. Okay. Yeah, so it's oxidating or whatever. So, yeah. So she's like, well, like, cause like when she first like looked at my vagina, she's like, well, it just looks like like kind of a yeast infection, like mm-hmm. in your. I mean, it looks pretty healthy. And then when she really went in there, like, with the duck bill thing, like, I don't know, fucking know. And then my server was like, oh, yeah, there's a tampon in there. So she, like, looks and she's like, it's a little bit inflamed. They do, like, a swab to see I have BV, bacterial vaginosis, and it's a negative. And she's like, well, and I told her, like, this weekend is, like, my birthday weekend, and, like, I want to drink. And she's like, okay. Like, well, with antibiotics, you can. I'm like, yeah, I know. So it's like, well, since you don't have any other symptoms, like, you could drink. Like, but just keep an eye on, like, you know, if you start getting chills or whatever, like, you need to be starting taking antibiotics. So, yeah. Forgot I left a fucking tampon in my fucking pussy. Like, <laughs> so fucking embarrassing. I mean, I've been there. Have you? No. This period. Like, I'll never get used to it. I'll always have period stains. Like, I'll, like... Do you think you'll miss it when it's gone? Probably not. Maybe. That's foreshadowing our topic. Uh. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I don't know. Probably because I'm like, fuck. I'm old as shit. Right. Can't even have a period anymore. I'm that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm that old. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, Smiles, you're fail. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like, Maria, you're always, like... A little too excited for my fails. One is that I went to, we had a shoot off-site at work this week. It was my first shoot. But don't get excited because it was literally going to my coworker's backyard in LaGrange to film a turkey on a grill. So don't get excited. <laughs> it wasn't like a commercial. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm a copywriter. I didn't have to do a ton on the shoot. It was just like more of a learning experience. Mm. So, and I actually was doing some, trying to do some work at the shoot. Like, I didn't bring my laptop. Thank God I didn't, though, because the day before the shoot, it poured rain when I biked home. So my laptop would have been fucking destroyed. Yeah. So I was trying to do shit on my phone. Anyway, I didn't check my email the whole day. So then Thursday, I get a polite email from one of my bosses that's like, hey, A, you didn't tell us you were going on the shoot. B, 
And I replied really late to it. Like an email had come in Wednesday morning. I didn't reply till Thursday morning. And they're like, you really need to like check your email when you're on shoot. Like that's just part of the job. So it was one of those like, I, you know, honestly, like I like improving and learning. And so I appreciate that feedback. Cause now I'm like, fuck, I gotta get my ass in gear. And like, it's like, if I hadn't been told that I probably would still just be like, cause I'm not good at checking email when I'm offsite. I'm not good at checking email when I'm not at work. I'm not good at checking meetings. Like you should probably like check the night before you go to work, what meetings you have the next day. Yeah. I don't do that. I just like roll into work and I'm like, cross my fingers that nothing's going on. Which what? Viable. I just think for me, it's like when I'm not at work, I'm like not at work and I don't want to think about it. I just want to like, cause I have so much other shit going on. Like I'm trying to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I have like all these other goals for myself that right. are outside of work. So when I'm not at work, I don't want to be like chained to work. Yeah. But I think part of me totally. has to be a little bit more yeah. basically responsible. <laughs> right. So I appreciated the feedback, but I was like, fuck, you're right. Uh, oops. Like, fuck. Um, Maybe just like all of Saturday, never check it. And then like, I needed to get in the habit of like Sunday night checking it. And then yeah. like definitely obviously checking when I'm like on production and stuff. I don't know when the next time we're even going to be on production is though. Or check it out when you come home. Do you guys, do you get emails when you like in the evening time? It's true. Cause sometimes you're right. Cause like I, if I leave at five, sometimes people are still there. So I'll get an email at five forty-five six. So like yeah. I should check it. Yeah. I just yeah. need to build those habits. Okay, so those are our fails. Marika, what's our topic? Our topic is, I don't know how to get old. Er. Older. Marika's turning 31. God, that hurt my heart. <laughs> that hurt. Oh, God. Ah, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But you're still 30. <laughs> Stevie Nick said, even children get older. <laughs> <laughs> so, how does it feel? To be old? <laughs> I just, like, I really don't have my shit together at all. Like, it's really, like, I... So is that what it is? It puts more pressure on you? Yeah. I'm not in a place where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Personally, that. Like, career-wise, I'm, like, kind of okay. Mm-hmm. But personally like the habits that I have I just don't want to have them anymore but I don't know how to break them and also like when I'm trying to break them like ah, I don't really care like I don't have like the energy to break them like you know like being organized and not waiting things to the last minute or whatever mostly being organized like and like keeping things in order in my room and oh, like physically organized like your stuff yeah like my stuff and yeah. like I'm like why am I like living this way so... What if that's your birthday present to yourself? Organizing your room. Yeah, I could have done that today, but did I? No. You were doing something. I. You know what I was doing? I was eating pizza and ice cream and watching the Jersey Shore. Okay? <laughs> that's what I was doing. I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> it was fantastic. Also, like, being on my phone for, like, two hours. Yeah. Did I work out? No. No, I canceled, did I. I canceled the workout because I didn't want to do it. See, like, I don't know, guys. Like, I just... And I also want a relationship, but I feel like my dysfunction of, like, not being able to be organized or trying 
is preventing the universe <laughs> from getting yeah. Because like yeah, I would, I've dated so many messy people and eventually broken up with them partially because they were messy, but it still got yeah, a relationship yeah. out of it. With I the messy know, person. I know, I because I feel like because like I wouldn't date a messy person like me. Well, you can at least start the relationship, and then when the times it takes, if when the when they're gonna go to your place, then then you really have to be like. Yeah, but see that I feel like the reason should be myself and not that other person. I mean, it should, but maybe external pressure uh, is helpful. Yeah, external pressure is helpful. Yeah, like I just feel like uh, I want to be like have like better outfits. And, like, the way to do that, like, you need to know, like, what you have, Marika. Like, you don't even know what you have. You wear the same five shirts every Okay, do you need me to come over and we'll just do this? No! It's really embarrassing! I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You don't care, but I care! (laughs) Okay, so not where you want to be. I mean, when was last year where you were, like, excited to celebrate a birthday? Last year? Because I was going to Ireland and Scotland. Mm, Okay. Okay. So, okay. yeah, and I was, like, it was all Harry Potter related. Like, we went to Elephant Cafe, because that's where, like, J.K. Rowling, like, wrote, like, I think, the third book. Mm-hmm. And, like, the bathrooms had, like, all these, like, Harry Potter quotes, and, like, you know, people had, like, letters. God, I that cafe was so excited. Can you imagine? J.K. Rowling wants to use your cafe to I, write a book, and you can just make money off that forever? Forever. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But, of course, I had the time to name Right. Um, and then, like, in, we were sitting at this table that had drawers, and, like, people, like, wrote notes and stuff. Wait, what do you mean? They wrote, like, notes to J.K. Rowling. And, like, in the drawers? Like, yeah, they would leave notes. Oh. It was really cute. And I got very verklempt. And then we went to the graveyard, where she got, like, Tom Riddle, like, and, like, characters from the book, like, off of the headstones. Oh, that's cool. It's so cool. So we talk about being good at being young. Harry Potter birthday. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was a really great birthday. Like, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter themed. You guys, I know you can't see this because it's a podcast, but the walls of my bedroom have just fallen away and we're actually at Harry Potter World right now. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh my god! Yay! You're yeah. welcome. Um, no, no, that mm. happened. Um, it's sad. Um... <laughs> Are you excited about birthdays? Uh, my situation is different than you because I have two older brothers. So I was not afraid of like turning 30 because my Nick, brother Nick had already done it and Graham was already in his 40s. Okay. And I turn with a twin. So it's like I have someone else doing it at the same time. So it's never like, I'm never like um, marching forth into the unknown essentially. Yeah, but it's like, I don't, that's not why it's scary for me. Scary because like time is going by and I feel like I'm stagnant sometimes. Time doesn't move very fast now. Yeah. And I don't have anybody to share it with. Like this is like this is officially this year when I turn 31. Be <laughs> you like couldn't say 31. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I officially turn 31 it will be like 10 years of like not having like a long-term relationship. We're pausing for effect right now. That's a long time. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, it is a very long time. I've dated, but I've never had, like, a long-term relationship. I mean, I was listening to some other podcasts where somebody hadn't had one in, like, 18 years. Like, since the year 2000. That is, like, me. So. That's gonna be me. I feel like we gotta, like, divert this train onto a different track. 
Yeah. Ugh, I think I'm going to go check my eggs and see how old they are. Wait, but they're 30. One. Nope, 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 nope. Eggs age differently. That's why some women who are in their 40s can have kids and they're perfectly healthy. Or Jim Jackson in her 50s. Mm-hmm. Well, she, well, she could have froze them. I just probably froze those. Um, how do you check that? I'm kind of Well, how do you feel about turning, like, 31 or 30? Um, somebody just told me that yesterday. They were like, you're, somebody just said to me, you're almost 31. And I was like, back the fuck up. I just had my half birthday. So shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I don't like to be rushed. I don't like when, when I don't like when people are like, it's three thirty four, and they're like, what's four o'clock. So and I'm like, it's not four. We have 26 more minutes of this hour of you, our lives in this hour. So don't rush me. <laughs> Miles the kind of, yeah, you do that to me. It's like, bring it. Like, cause I would complain like, I'm 25, I'm almost 30. It's like, bring it. You have five more years. Don't delete those years. <laughs> I mean, I feel okay. Like, uh, I did talk to my friend and he was like, he's like, you know, 30's fun. Cause it's like, you're 30. He's like, I'm 32. He's like, there's nothing exciting about that anymore. He's like, I'm turning 33. Big whoop. <laughs> I was like, ew, no. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel about celebrating my birthday. Like, what's to celebrate? Like, not, it's not like <laughs> what to celebrate. Because, like, I feel like, you know, I could have died. Yeah. Like, I want to celebrate, but I'm like, I just don't know how, and I'm very indecisive. Well, at like, least you want to celebrate, because the I past, do. you haven't wanted to. Yeah, I know. But, like, I, because I, I know I would regret it and be sad if I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, like, trying to entertain people is why I don't like planning parties or birthdays. When it comes to my birthday, I don't I don't like planning shit because then it like it's like you're supposed to come for me and celebrate my birthday. Oh, this is why you need to be in a committed relationship because then the yeah. man, the person would plan it for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's why like this time around, like this year like I really wanted to be with someone mm-hmm. and like or just honestly, like, I wanted to just spend time with that person, like, and they would be, like, my favorite person to hang out with. And, like, oh, yeah, because then you don't even have to have the party. You could just exactly. do a romantic thing with the... Yeah. Or just, like, be yeah. chill. Like, let's go out to, like, a really great restaurant and, like, go out, just the two of us. And, like... That sounds so adult. I know. And, you know, I mean, like, on Saturday, like, I had a really great time. So, like, we went to the California Clipper. Ma- Miles didn't show up. I was, like, I've always <laughs> wanted to go there. Well, you could have. It didn't show up. I didn't have my bike and I had a mirror that was cutting me. I don't me. understand <laughs> you. I was trapped in Bucktown. Also, Marika texted me like two hours before that it was happening. I did she not text me day up, day up. Yeah, because, okay. Saturday, I planned with my coworkers. That fell through. So, I'm like, okay, we're just going to California Clipper and like there's live music. It's $5 cover, so Miles will be okay with it. <laughs> And, like, Adam and I will just go, and whoever can come can come. So, like, invited people, and obviously just me and Adam, which is, like, perfectly fine. I wanted to be small, like, I, well, not that small, but, like, which, it was still fun, and I still had a good time, because I went to a new place that I wanted to go to, and I liked the atmosphere. I mean, we should go back. Yeah, we should. I can go. (laughs) What do you gain and what do you lose when you're getting older, you think? I think definitely, like, turning into your 30s, you get... There's a higher, like, respect level, for sure, versus being like, I'm 22, or I'm, like, 26, <laughs> being like, I'm 30, I'm 30, so I get it. <laughs> like, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like there's more pressure on you uh-huh. to, I feel like, have it all together. Mm-hmm. I feel more pressure, like, mm-hmm. at work and stuff, like, this email thing, I feel like is less acceptable because I'm 30 than if I were younger. Oh, yeah. Um, But then I feel like there's also, like, a, 
I don't know, more of like a mutual respect with people older than, older than you. I, it's probably, maybe I'm just perceiving it that way, but it just feels more, for you. I think feels more solid. Yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah. So with me, people are amazed by my age, uh-huh. like how, uh, how old I am. Uh-huh. Oh, people do that to me too. <clears throat> Especially at work when I'm talking on the phone with a student, um, cause I don't sound professional at all. Uh-huh. I'm like, um, I don't know, like, um, <laughs> Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Like, like yeah. yeah. I don't sound like my age. And they're like, you're 30. And like, you sound like, like, I thought you were like 22. Like, I'm like, nope. I'm 30. I'm not. I'm not. And even like older people, like, when they see me, they're like, you're 30. Like, mm-hmm. and they say it in a way of like, not because of my, you can tell they're between like people who are like, oh my God, you're 30 mm-hmm. by like the complexion of my face mm-hmm. versus. The pH balance of your vagina. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, versus my mannerisms and my personality yeah. and my behavior. Yeah. So, and I'm like, mm-hmm, So you great. take it as a compliment or no? I sometimes don't take it as a compliment. Uh-huh. Because they, they feel like you're immature. Yeah, because yeah. I'm coming across immature and I, I know I am and I just don't, that's just my personality and who I yeah. am. People, yeah, people are surprised at me too. They're just like, you're 30 and I'm always like, it's such a weird thing to say mm-hmm. to somebody. They're like, you don't look 30, and then I'm, I'll be like, well, what does 30 look like? Yeah. What does also, it look like? What does that look like? Like, like, and, like, when people, like, do it, they're like, you're 30, like, and they're, like, they look at my face, like, how they think I look younger. I'm like, what does 30 look like? Like, do people, like, look terrible? Like, they have wrinkles all over their face? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I think for me, too, like, and this is probably not how it's, maybe it's going through the rain, maybe it's not. When we were kids, mm-hmm. the image of adulthood that got that got in our heads was the media we were consuming. This is for me, at least. Yeah. So we were watching stuff from the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. Mm-hmm. The fashions of that time aged people tremendously. Mm. Women were wearing a lot of makeup, especially late 80s. Yeah. Like, guys were wearing clothes that didn't fit. Like... Elaine on Seinfeld, like, looks younger almost now than she did when she was on Seinfeld. Because mm. of, like... Or at least yeah. when, like... At least, like... the same, I think. I feel like 2005. What's her name? Julie... Louis... Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Her name is so hard. <laughs> her, I, her name is so hard. Julia... JLD. <laughs> JLD. JLD in, like, 2005 looked, like, definitely younger than when she was, like, Elaine on Seinfeld. Like... So so. what I always thought as an adult was so old and frumpy because that's what adults looked like back then, at least on TV. Yeah, they And now we're styling ourselves a lot younger. We're, like, millennials are more in shape (coughs) shape than, like, those generation actors and stuff were. We're, like, dressing more. We're just, it's more youthful image. Oh, yeah, for sure. I never, I hate, like, in the earlier seasons where she has, like, this stupid, like, headband poof thing going on mm-hmm, i'm like mm-hmm. what as much is as i this? love a headband it's, it was not working what is this poof thing i don't want to like what is that all your hair like i don't so what's much hair going on so much hair and then later seasons she like <clears throat> is like it's shorter it's a cut and it's like the curls are tighter and it's black instead of brown and it just makes it look like a lot better yeah but yeah yeah it's like a weird like donut yeah, they donut thing. Like, like, what is happening? What is happening right now? So, like, I don't know. What do you what do you lose, lose besides, like, youth? I definitely feel less so. I mean, I don't lose this because I'm, like, turning it a new number. But the older I get, the more out of touch I feel with pop culture. Yeah. Music same. especially. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I was in 
the water. Like I was going with the current. Mm -hmm. I was everything was moving with me, and now I'm like out of the water, and it's all moving too fast. And I'm like, wait, what? What album is she on? Who is she? Who is Dua Lipa? Like I'm out of it now, and that makes me feel Dua old. Oh, I'm okay. And then I think I thought of I felt it too with like dating apps. Oh yeah. Where I was like, because they had that big number next to your name. And my yeah. number was like twenty eight. Then it was 29, but now I've like crossed and it's like 30. Yeah. Which I think, so like, I was like, ooh, as somebody that's like 27, I'm going to see that and be like, ooh, they're like old. Like, oh, I think of like, when I was like 21, I was like hugging out with someone that was 27. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. He's older. He's hot. And he's hot because he's older. (laughs) 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 Type of thing. So, and 27 yeah. felt like so old back then. Oh my god, it felt so old. And now it's not. Yeah. Now it feels, now it's young, and I wish I was, could go back there for maybe. No. Is that a good time for me? No. Is it a good time now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really want a relationship, and like, I want kids, and this is like the decade for that. Yeah. And so I'm, what age is going to be, like, your... When are you going to be, like, in your motherfucking prime? Oh, my God. I think, like, in my 30s. I think, like, I always, like, as a kid, 36 always had it so great to me. I don't know oh. why. I don't know why. It just felt like a very hot number for me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. And now it does also feel like like that's a hot person number 36 yeah but like you know but i don't want to wait five years for my life to start like a family and stuff yeah so but i feel like i don't know why 36 is when i'm gonna be prime i don't know why i don't know i i hope i hope that we'll be like this is episode 4000 of the podcast (laughs) you guys turning 36 (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be amazing um, if we kept doing that. Yeah. You got listeners, we'll be here. For you. We'll be here for all your birthdays. Well, I remember when I was in, when we were in France, and I was hanging around with my brother, Graham, who's 11 years older, and his friend, who mm-hmm. is also 11 years older, mm-hmm. and his friend was like, Miles, are we middle-aged? Me and Graham. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah, because most people live till they're 80. And I was like... I suppose, but I didn't, I don't want to say that because I was like, I'm always trying to pretend all my family is young. Like my dad is 68. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like before I did. My dad's 68 <laughs> and I don't want to think of him as an old man because he's not. He still like runs marathons and stuff. So I'm like six to, I always, I'm always upping the number. I'm like 68's not old. Or next year, 69's not going to be old. And then 70's not going to be old because I don't want my dad to be old. <laughs> And same with, like, Graham, where they're like, are we middle-aged? And I was like, no, because I don't want you to be middle-aged, because I don't want you to be, I want you to be young forever. Oh, that's cute. Because then I'm, we're all young forever together as a family, you know? Like, oh, I don't. Oh, that's cute, so, though. Just yeah. deny it. It's like when, it's an, it's October, if you can still wear shorts, wear shorts in October like you could last year, it's still summer. Mm. I will just keep denying it. <laughs> until I have to admit that it's fall. <laughs> or have to admit that they're old. When young people say, like, I'm old, that, like, people that are younger than you, yeah, like, like that. I'm like, 
fucked up. Right. Fucked up, but I get it. I, I get it because I, I was like, fucking when there. When 25 year olds say that they feel old now, I do get it because that that, that 25 mm-hmm. is a big number and you're like, <coughs> like I'm still sympathetic because we've been there. Like I remember 25. Oh, yeah. You, you, it is a big number because of just the math of the number. Right. And then I remember 27 when you went to your late 20s. Like that's scary too. Yeah. So I'm not going to be like, you're not allowed to feel like you're old. But then I think of like my mom, my mom is always like, do I look old? Am I old? Is this hair old? Should I do this? Should I cut my hair? Is it less old? And then I'm watching, uh, my mom's watching family videos. We're watching one of her 37th birthday. And she turns to the camera and holds her hair and says, makes like a face. And she's like, do I look old ah! at 37? So she's been asking that question for almost 30 years. So I'm just like, you can't, you can't think that way or else you're going to think you're old your whole life until you die. You have to think oh. you're young, your whole, not, or even if fuck young, just think that you're fine. Yeah. Or just like, how old do you feel? I asked my dad this like a while ago. Like how old do you feel? Like 36. Right. Even though he's, like, in his 60s. Right. And I'm like, how old do you feel, Miles? Um, I feel 30. I feel sure. like I'm still in my 20s. I'm always a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Because so. I think I, like, I look at, like, I like my job. And then I also look at my, like, fitness levels, too. Mm. And I'm like, I'm in good shape. Like, I'm biking to work. Like, I'm not slowing down there. So. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it, too. I'm like, as long as I keep, like, you keep your fitness levels up, then you're not ever really going to age much. I feel that way too, but my my dad does not work out at all. Right. I mean, my dad's starting to slow down, but he's still doing marathons. But I don't know how much longer. How has your age affected what is important to you? It's not anything that like I wanted to know. <laughs> Sounds so terrible. Um, I don't know. It's it's really interesting because as I got older, like I become like I cry about certain things mm-hmm. a lot more. Like like things on TV and stuff, or like just family and nostalgic and like love and like I cry about that all the time like when I see it I cry more about tv stuff for sure yeah as I'm getting older and like last year when my dad picked me up from the airport from like going to Ireland Scotland like I didn't expect this but like I hugged him and then I started crying Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm like okay like this is happening and I'm like oh fuck I like miss my parents I guess like Mm -hmm. Um, so just like, I guess like understanding like family is like more important to me than I realized it is because I'm getting older and like, I only have one set of parents and like, I'm an only child and stuff. And like, I did have a dream about going to like moving to California, but I don't think that's going to happen. Unfortunately, it could still happen. My parents are old and they want grandchildren and I want them to be around their grandchildren. So, mm, no, it's not going to happen. Okay. God, it's really sad. I still want to go, but whatever. Oh, maybe I'll be rich and I'll take them with me or something. Or go and move back. Go meet the man of your dreams in L.A. on a movie set. Have kids and then come back to Illinois. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, just understanding, like, even though, like, I fucking am annoyed by my parents a lot, I still, like, love them and I, like, them being around. <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer. The answer is not family, but not yet. I mean, when I was younger, my career was never important to me. I didn't think, I mean, I talked about this on an earlier episode, but I didn't know what my passion was, so I thought that it wasn't important, and I just did whatever, and I thought that careers were just about, like, 
you just go to some whatever job to make the money than you do what you want to do outside of work. Mm. I still think I kind of have that mentality because I do have like <clears throat> this podcast and like learning Korean, like a lot of stuff that's yeah. important to me outside of work. Yeah. But I think now, weirdly, and I try not to drink too much of the Kool-Aid, um, <laughs> but like my career has become important to me and I, I, it's, it goes back to like the email thing with my boss. Like I realized like I'm always trying to impress the different bosses I have. Like, I want them to know that I'm a good writer. I want them to know that they weren't... I think I have, like, weirdly insecurities about it. Like, I want them to know that they weren't wrong to hire me. Mm. And that... Because there's so many... Like, we're always talking about other people at the agency. And we're like, this person is so brilliant. Their ideas are so good. That's why we Uh. hired them. Like, we just hired this new person. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. And I'm like... I hope I'm brilliant enough for you, too. Like, I hope (laughs) that you can count on me, too. So... And I don't really get down on myself about it, but it is, like, a pressure that I didn't have before that I'm, like, mm-hmm. I really want to do a good job, and I want... I think I'm always just afraid that they can't see that I'm, like, how I'm trying <clears throat> or something. It's... For, for me at my job, like, I, I love getting praise, and, like, at our job, like, we kind of, like, there's, like, this whole, like, region email saying, like, oh, like, what we've done throughout the day and stuff, like, oh, I got this, I got that, like, I moved the student along, whatever, yada, 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 and, like, I don't really, like, share my successes, because sometimes my successes are, like, not solid, and I'm, like, mm, this, this thing is not solid, so I'm not gonna share it. What do you mean not solid? Like, for, it, because it's usually, like, having to do with a student, and I apply to a student that I probably maybe should not have applied sometimes, that mm. is probably going to fall off the face of the earth or whatever, mm-hmm. so I don't, like, share it. And, like, I have, like, for me, like, I have, like, personal things that I want to accomplish at work than, like, thinking about my boss and stuff kind of thing. Like, I want to get this MIA student, like, I want to, like, have them register for classes because they're, you know, they've been MIA and, like... Things like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My, like, personal goals at work have been more important to me than, like, what other people are thinking, I guess. Because, like, I don't, like, I just, it's, I don't know why. Like, even though when I got an MIA student from, like, and I, I got her through the whole process, even though she'd been MIA for, like, months, like, I got her again. Like, I got her and, like, she's registered. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't share that success. Like, my, my boss did. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm weird about it. I'm weird. I don't know why. I, like, keep it to myself. Because you don't want to, like, brag or... I don't know. I just don't want the attention and then I don't want them, if it falls apart, they'll be like, well, what happened? Right. Yeah, I think that's something where I've changed where, like, I... I never really, like, I was always afraid. I worked at... I used to work in nonprofits and stuff, right? And I was yeah. always afraid to work for, like, a big company and I was I think I was always afraid of working for the man mm-hmm. and needing a job like needing to have a job to feel fulfilled like not being able to feel fulfilled just with like my hobbies and my other pursuits yeah but I think I've had to mature a little bit and realize like that's part of the reason why we as a society like have jobs and have careers because it's like a place you go where you are giving something to society although right. I work in advertising so am I um <laughs> But you're giving something to society and it's a place with, like, set goals and a structure. It's just, like, a weird, like, civilization thing we've created as humans. Like, oh, yeah. Here's a thing you can slot into and then build self-esteem and yeah. improve yourself. And right. it's okay to be part and of a structure. A, a you don't have to purpose. do it. Yeah, and have a purpose. Like, I always thought, like, I don't need all that. Like, that's just me, like, working for the man. I can mm-hmm. do all that, like, on my own. But <clears throat> it's not so bad. It's not. And, like, when I was a sales rep for Kronbacher, 
Like, I felt for the first time ever in my life pride about saying where I was working and what I was doing. Yeah. Like... That's like, how I feel with this job. And, like, with DeVry, like, I... I just feel, like, indifferent. I'm not... I'm definitely not ashamed of it. Yeah. And I feel like it's just, like, a stepping stone into something else right now. But, like, for the longest time, like, I felt like, oh, like, I do this. Like, and I roll my eyes. And people mm-hmm. are like, well, that's okay. I'm like, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no idea. And, like, I really want to get that back again and, like, have pride and, like, be like, I work for this. And, like, I, like... When I work for Crumbar, I love talking about my job. Yeah. Even though, like things were shitty like even though I was like felt like I was drowning a lot but I still liked it I don't know okay did we learn anything from this segment no <laughs> don't do we learn anything from this segment like ugh. I think that it's like there's good and bad in aging yeah there's definitely some good yeah <laughs> okay so we don't have questions so we're just gonna move straight on to successes um Rika I am I'm trying to think right now what my success is. I have a success. Okay. So my success of the week is like kind of a success. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So having a long weekend, I don't do well with like unstructured time, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Like I, I feel like this weekend I was kind of falling, I was falling back into my old habits where I already like feel defeated even before I've started. Like it'll be like, I wake up at nine and then it's 1045 and I I still haven't. And I still haven't done anything. I hate that. And then I'm like, well, the whole day's ruined. (laughs) Yep. Even though it's It's not. not. Because you could still do all the things you want to do. Like, I could still go to the gym and study Korean. But I'm like, no, I already wasted an hour and 45 minutes, so it's fucking over. (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) So I I kind of fell back into that this weekend. And kind of along with that, like, I feel like my... I feel like I've just been rushing a lot lately. Mm -hmm. I think, like, I've been spending too much time online. And I think the internet speeds up speeds you up and lowers your patience because things are really fast on a computer but real life is really slow washing dishes is slow cooking is slow dropping a piece of onion on the floor and then having to bend down and pick it up but you can't quite get it so it falls on the floor again and then having to that's all so (laughs) fucking slow right oh my god that's my life (laughs) so I've been just kind of impatient and this week I broke two glasses because I was just moving too fast how is this like a success so today okay I was like what if I literally literally slow down in the in my house what if I literally just walk slower Mm -hmm. and stop fucking rushing around between the different rooms and the kitchen and like why am I trying to put a sandwich together so fast like why am I like going like 20 miles an hour I need to go 5 miles an hour yeah and I was like and I haven't been studying Korean I was like you know what I'm not gonna go to the gym I'm just gonna study Korean for like as long as it takes yeah and it felt good and it felt calm and it felt like I had all the time in the world mm. because I was going slower mm-hmm. I don't know it was just a good like check of my behavior it is a good check yeah yeah I don't know what my success is um going to the doctor yeah. Going to the doctor. It's a paying classic, $50 like... to take a tampon out of my body. <laughs> yep, that's my success. Um, I have a cough. Oh. Feeling my lungs. It's a, I have a wet cough. Well, at least something's wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always wet. I'm always horny. It's really fucking annoying. God, we could do a whole episode on that, too. Oh, my God. Next <laughs> episode, guys. I don't know how... I don't know how to be whatever the opposite of horny is. Um, <laughs> 
on how to not be horny. Be a nun. <laughs> right. On how to be a nun. Um, look forward to it. Um, guys, you can email us your questions mm-hmm. at idkpod at gmail.com. Message us on Instagram on idk what I'm doing pod. Yeah. Um, we'll just list all the stuff. It's questions. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Just do like whatever you want to do or do nothing. Just don't like, not do <laughs> nothing. Okay. Yeah. Don't not do nothing. Okay. Um, do something. Yeah. Do something, please. We love you. But please do something. Oh uh, yeah. Um Kay. that's it. Bye. Bye failures. Everyone's probably in their car right now or whatever saying tampon.